BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man you know needs what? a doctor. Yeah, I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, no. Yeah, the drone video is pretty crazy. I found it finally. Yeah, I'm watching this right now. So we're watching killer whales or orcas swarming a gray whale. Gray whale calves. Yeah, feeding, and the mother feeding on the calves. Yeah, the mother's oh, trying to like protect it. Yeah, this is it's, crazy. Yeah, it's insane. They're the fucking wolves of the sea. This is uh, there's a pod of orcas that's off the coast from where I live. And they're fucking murdering gray whales. It's like the uh, yeah. it's like the gray out in the ocean. Yeah, and apparently they don't, it's like not like their common behavior. They apparently don't linger in areas for a long time, and they're they're just kind of lingering in your bay, feeding on the calves as they like they migrate from the south to the north. Yeah, I guess like this the mothers a- and the calves. This area specifically doesn't have much cover for the whales. It's like shallow in places, and uh, the orcas seem to be taking advantage of that yeah yeah it's a pod involving nine orcas it's like a little family and then apparently more orcas showed up like other pods like up to 33 orcas in this massacre that's occurring here right off your coast which if i could uh if i could liam neeson this from the gray for a second Pods usually consist of five to thirty whales. Some pods combine to form groups of hundred or more. So, God. so it's uh, like wolf packs. Out, that's what they're being called. They're being called a uh, ki- killer whale wolf pack. Worse than wolves, man. Ripping shit massive up. And ugh. the the babies weigh up to four hundred pounds. Four men for every one orca baby. And they're vicious too, man. They're quick. They're shredding. Yeah, this isn't Whales free willy. This free willy's yeah, revenge are... going on right now. Yeah, that's a misconception. As a these whales are friendly when they're they're known to be killer whales for a reason. Yeah, they're predators. They're big ass fish. They're not. They're like a step down from a shark, I'd say. Yeah. Maybe even step yeah. up. Like I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they feed on sharks. Oh shit! Jumping up that food chain. If you're out there surfing, listening to us with your waterproof headphones, hope you're not encountering any killer whales or sharks. Yeah, steer clear of those whales, people. And uh, welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matthew. And I'm Jesse. And we're here to give you your advice on uh, things to avoid. Yes. Killer whales. Seriously. In Monterey Bay. A lot of cool nature going on out here. Yeah, man. Completely different than growing up on the East Coast. For sure. And uh, if you're if you're listening, no matter where you are, East Coast, West Coast, around the world, recommend us to a friend. We always like if you do that, rate and review us over on iTunes. Yeah, we could use a little love. We also have a YouTube channel up and running. If they're not familiar with podcasts, they can listen to us over on YouTube. And if you're feeling like listening to the music, check out the Spotify. I gotta throw that on. 
Oh yeah, definitely. We're we're coming at you from all angles, including some new Patreon gifts that we have up and running for anyone that wants to be a sponsor of the show. You can go to patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast or just search American Slacker Podcast and Patreon on Google and I'm sure it'll come up. We're giving out things like access to play with us on Xbox. We This is a brand new thing. If you donate at any tier, you will be invited on every fourth Saturday of the month. We're going to do some kind of game, either like Grand Theft Auto, Battlefield, I don't know, whatever we feel like playing at that yeah. point. Yeah, and maybe whatever you guys have, if you guys don't have a certain game, we'll change it up. Yeah, and, you know, we also give out, you'll, you'll be an official American slacker if you give a dollar a month. You'll be a re- green team recruit if you give $5 a month. And we're always going to be adding new things to that Patreon for everyone that wants to support the show. Now, what we got in this show, uh, we got news for you, and then later we're going to have some video games. Uh, we got a lot to talk about in video games. Yeah, quite a few games to touch on. So stick around for that, and then stick around for the plugs, of course. Hear where we are, how to access us. All over that social media. So talking about news, we always like to start out our bizarre news with a little bit of weed knowledge. Now, Kentucky has recently had to burn a shit ton of hemp. They burned 100 pounds of hemp because it was too dank. This is their, their, their excuse, I guess. Well, yeah, the limit of THC and the ridiculousness of that whole bylaw for production of hemp. Anything over 0.3% THC is too far, like, past what the uh, legislation allows, I I believe. Yeah, which is so minimum. I mean, typical strands of weed that we smoke have, like, 18% to, you know, 33%. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, but they... In this article that Motherboard, who's run by Vice, uh, put up, they say 18.7% to as high as 30 is okay, 30, usually yeah. what people will have in terms of marijuana. Uh, hemp also contains a little bit of THC, but even four times the legal limit of hemp is only 1.4% THC, so it's not enough to do anything. And you'd be coughing your lungs out before you even could get to the point of feeling any of that because it's just not the same thing. Yeah, and, you know, they use it uh, for a lot of textiles and stuff. Hemp kind of has a torrid history in the United States. Oh, man. Our history could be completely different if we had not made hemp illegal. First off, it was an amazing biofuel, like an uh, ingredient to a biofuel that could have, like, rendered all these fossil fuels, like, unusable. Like, it's just not practical. We could have grown our own fuel, people, like, let alone. And textiles, the fiber is very strong. Oh, man, it's one of the strongest fibers there are in the world. I mean, in Europe, they're making houses out of it. So people might be asking themselves if this thing is so, like, resourceful and it doesn't get you high, like, what's the problem here? It all kind of goes back to 1937 when the prohibition of hemp began. Harry Anslinger, that son of a bitch. <laughs> there were a bunch of people who basically had interest in textiles along with other, uh, w- what would you call them, resources. Like, they controlled yeah. certain industries that would have been threatened. Yeah, by you him. would find, like, the lumber, it was a big industry that was opposed to it because... At that point, hemp was beginning to be a really valuable option to uh, papers and any type of lumber in general. 
So a lot of the people that had interest in that got a little worried. And they decided to, you know, get some politicians in their pocket. And in 1937, the Prohibitive Marijuana Tax Law, or the bill that outlawed hemp, was uh, created and put before the House of Ways and Means Committee. They ended up getting it passed. It was argued against by doctors at the time. Uh, Dr. James Woodward, for one, who was a physician and attorney, attempted to testify on the behalf of the American Medical Association. He mentioned that the reason the AMA had not denounced the marijuana tax law sooner is that the association had just discovered that marijuana was hemp. Or at least a strain of it. Hemp and marijuana are both varieties of cannabis sativa, but this distinction was purposefully not made well known to the public. So everyone yeah. was under the impression that hemp was marijuana, and it was sort of slandered as like, oh, hemp will get you high too, you know? And there's a lot of racism tied into that with uh, Mexican oh, yeah. immigrants and yeah. some yellow journalism where people are just... Or is it yellow journalism where people slander yes. other people? Yes. And it, it was complete slander. And a, a, a lot of people actually didn't realize that hemp was marijuana in general, too. So the farmers really got fucked on this. And uh, a lot of families suffered from the like consequences of not being able to produce hemp, which was one of the biggest crops at the time. Fast forwarding to today, a decent amount of states, along with uh, Puerto Rico, have introduced pro-hemp legislation. We got like 33 and then 24 have defined industrial hemp as distinct from other strains of cannabis. So about half the nation has uh, made that distinction and uh, and started to push through legislation that allows for the cultivation of of hemp. But if it's over a certain THC amount, then you end up having what happens in Kentucky where they have to burn 100 pounds of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, because the material is unusable according to the government's laws. Industrial hemp's legal to grow in more than 30 countries. The United States is one of the few industrialized nations that does not currently allow the cultivation of hemp. In at least half of it. Yeah, yeah. It's idiotic that cannabis in general is illegal, let alone hemp. You know, I just... uh, It's billions... go on all day about it. Millions of dollars worth of hemp is imported into the U.S. each year to fulfill the growing demand. So it's also... Huge in the supplement world. I mean, you can get so many different hemp proteins and different enzymes from pro. It's insane. The well, the even on the business side, if you want to make money and like, it's also a fairly renewable resource. So yeah, some some we're arguing for. It sucks what happened in Kentucky. Maybe they could uh, readjust the law, kind of make it a higher THC content, because you never know with when you're growing stuff what what'll happen. Yeah, it should be somewhere at least to like 1.5. I mean, still very low levels that are. Or even two, like make it 2%. Like anything below that, that wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. So that's what's going on with hemp if you've never been aware of it. There's uh, plenty of ways to use it. And uh, along with cannabis, there's plenty of ways to use that too. And uh, a group of people in Denver have decided to make a cannabis church, which I'm all down for. The International Church of Cannabis um, opened on April 20th, but they're still seeking a little funding on uh, Indiegogo. They need to make a little bit of money to like render this building. It's an old Lutheran church that they're uh, kind of redoing and getting it in line to be okay. appropriate for their thing. 
which the inside artwork already that they've done is amazing and beautiful. We'll be putting up some uh, posts, maybe even an article. It might just be a few images in the uh, slideshow. This church is amazing. It's it's bright and vivid. Um, they're not just a bunch of potheads trying to find a spot to smoke. It's actually behind the good idea of marijuana, which is uh, we could use more of this stuff. They might fall into a legal issue because it's not exactly illegal or legal to have a cannabis club yet. There's okay. no laws on it, but there's some lawmakers trying to pass bills that are, you know, make it illegal for yep. people to be consuming cannabis in public at these places. Well, if it's so, if it's a religious thing, and it's part yeah. of their like, well, it's exactly what it is. Tradition. I mean, members are calling themselves elevationists. Um, and like I said, they got a church. It's a legit church, too. It's not just like a house they're converting. It's a former Lutheran church. Um, this is all taking place, you know, in Denver, which is, you know, pretty pro-pot right now. They're making a ton off the taxes, so everything's going well. This would be uh, interesting to see how many people they could get joining the Elevationist movement. Well, on their Indiegogo, they've almost made halfway through their, their goal. Um, basically, they need to redo a lot of the functions of the building such as like the heating and the water system okay so so a lot of the money is going to like getting this building you know to be in functional functional yeah yeah um some of the neighbors you know are a little concerned they're just hoping they're going to be respectful because some of the people have lived there for 50 years plus on this block of denver so i'm sure if they wandered into the church and partook they would be a-okay with what was going on. Oh, I think it would chill them out a little bit. It's like, yeah, well, come on in. I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to welcome people with open arms. Yeah, man. And uh, they do. And that's exactly what their point is. Um, anybody from another religion can come participate in elevationism. Um, it's it, it doesn't claim a divine law, no questionable doctrine, and no authoritarian structure um, is their belief system. Huh. So it's a pretty free and open place. Where people can, you know, just exist, no matter what their religious beliefs are. Wait, there's so if there's no hierarchy, how do you know which way to pass the, uh, the joint? Ha! Huh. Well, I'd assume there's just a common, unspoken law there. It would be, I think, the scripture. Clockwise, come on. The scripture always says, to the left-hand side, I believe. I, I believe, yes, yes. <laughs> in their Ten Commandments, their version. There you they go. Have, uh, uh, that's one. Of, that's number three. Do does it say if they do weddings at all? Um, you know, I haven't looked up anything about them doing weddings, but I'm sure they'll head into that way. Which, I mean, what pot friendly couple wouldn't want to get married in the first pot church of America? <laughs> Be like they they light joints for each other and then they exchange the joints. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. It's one way to do it. You always want to start off on a good foot. Our next story doesn't quite fit that mold. We've had a couple. We've had one one bad proposal before, where the man threw up in a small plane with the woman he was proposing to. Yep. Yeah, that was a, that was classic. What would you rate that? Scale one to ten. Ten being the worst, or well, one being the worst, ten being the best proposal. Well, I don't know. I thought it was kind of weak in general. I would say I'll give him median. I'll give him the five. A five? Even with throwing up? Well, if you're going to throw that in there, I mean, you're looking at a four probably. But it wasn't the worst, I mean. Yeah, I would say that's probably a knew four. he had, like, a kind of thing with the planes, so. 
Now, <laughs> this proposal, we'll have to gauge it afterward. This ends in tears after a woman gets bitten by a venomous snake. You gotta, you gotta scan the area before you bring a woman somewhere that you're gonna propose. I mean, you can't just bring, bring her into the middle of the woods. <laughs> Jessica Daniel was not having a good proposal. Her and her boyfriend Josh were walking out to Diggers Beach in Coffs Harbor in Australia. And as he got down and proposed to her, uh, she was so excited. She wanted to cry. She said yes. You know, and she took a picture. And then shortly following that moment, she was they were walking along and she's bitten twice by a yellow-faced whip snake. Uh, right oh, on her big toe. Jesus. Sinks, sinks his teeth into that fucker. Oh my god, dude. Right to the little toes. Oh. She said, quote, Isolated. it hurts so much like someone chopped off my toe. God damn. The happiest moment of your life followed by the worst moment of your life. And it's your birth and it was her birthday, so it's like Oh, happy birthday. Gonna go, so they gotta go to the ER where they spent eight hours waiting. And she took a couple pictures there. After blood tests, she was allowed to leave. And she's not going to be able to forget this birthday for sure. But on uh, scale 1 to 10, 1 being the worst, 10 being the best, what are we calling this? If throwing up in a plane is like a 4 to 5, let's give it a 4.5 for that one. I, he's got to get a low score, man. I'm giving him a 3. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. This has got to get like a lower than throwing up in a, a plane. It's just a weak ass. You didn't, I mean, you didn't even try. And she got bit by a fucking snake. He should have jumped in there and taken the bite for her. This like, marriage is already signed off. Yeah, they're uh, they're not starting off on a good foot. Not, oh, <laughs> not at all, man. Getting bit Fuck by it. that shit. Man, don't get yourself into a sticky situation like that. Or our next one. So, there was an infamous heist that occurred in 2012 in Quebec, Canada. Now, what would you heist in Canada that would be of value? You think it would be like diamonds, maybe gold, maybe just cash, poutine? Ooh, that's a, that's an odd one. This one's odder. Well, Apologies. no, I guess it's you can heist all the sorries out of Canada. No, I don't think they'll ever run out of sorries up there. Well, this one was quite funny. This gentleman was accused of robbing 18.7 million dollars worth of maple syrup. Oh damn, that's a lot of syrup. Yeah, it's one of the biggest heists that have occurred in Canada. Um, other people tended to rob things like gold and jewelry, like you would think. This yeah. guy had a, a grander scheme. Um, 3,000 tons of maple syrup, you know, it adds up to a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a lot of liquid. It's It'd be really heavy. Yeah. How do you move that? Is it just bottles? Is that how oh, it's no, no, it all out of there? No, it's jugs. Like, it's like uh, kegs. Like, yeah, like, it's like straight up barrel like style okay. that's how they store it like whiskey casks um, basically what was going on is richard valerez worked at this uh warehouse and he was taking the syrup and replacing it with water <laughs> like a little kid sneaking booze yeah it wasn't until a routine inventory check uh turned up that one empty barrel was like with water and then they realized that there was a ton more that were filled with water instead of syrup. Oh, shit. Now, he, he's claiming that somebody uh, coerced him to fill the barrels of water with a gun. They just showed up all the time, apparently. And just, you know, another couple barrels, another couple barrels. What? Now, is he siphoning it out of the barrels? That's what That's I'd what imagine. I'm wondering. There's no info about whether he was siphoning or getting new barrels and replacing it. Jesus Christ! This is uh, this seems it sounds like a, a time-consuming 
effort to just get all the syrup out of this place. Yo, I'm just imagining this guy at gunpoint being like, suck all that syrup out of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and he's like, oh man, it's gonna, it's so, it's so thick, it's gonna take so, so long to get it, you know, the flow going to get it, get all of it out of there. <laughs> he's like, I don't give a fuck. You keep, keep sucking, sucking until it's dry. <laughs> Sucking syrup at gunpoint. No one wants to be in that situation. So, the guy's being uh, fined $9.4 million, and he has to do eight years. And uh, if he doesn't pay that fine, he has to spend another six years behind bars. Sucking syrup. <laughs> well, if he stole $18.7 million, I doubt he made $9.4 9 No, there's not much resale on syrup that you just suck out with your mouth. Yeah, I guess he yeah, like what is he doing? Is he just sending the guy out there with a truck like selling it to black fucking... market syrup? Oh, I got some syrup in my truck. Can you want some of this? We we're it's the look, best. We're looking into it. This is this was a pretty big one in terms of maple syrup history of like heists. This is the biggest maple syrup heist of all time. It, Let's it, not sugarcoat it. It's not maple. This is a big one. <laughs> uh, I wonder what the judge thought when they. Ended up in front of him. He's just like, you guys must like pancakes, huh? What do you plan on doing all those syrup, boys? Oh. Starting a syrup uh, water park. Oh. Oh. You can never get down the slides. So anyway, on, on to our next story. We're keeping with the people in legal trouble. And we go to Queensland. Another Australian uh, news. We, lo we love, love our Australian news. This judge, he's got a bit of a sense of humor because he praised a drug dealer saying he had a good business model. Oh. Supreme Court judge praised the drug dealer saying his savvy business skills were not the best business but a good business model when he, when he was put in front of him for running a methamphetamine operation. Ah, sucks he was selling meth. He gave... Uh, the guy was winning me over. Yeah, right? If it was some of this black market syrup... Maybe we could get behind it, you know? This methamphetamine dealer was giving price guides, charged interest on debts, gave discounts and refunds in response to complaints. He also sought customer feedback, provided utensils, and advertised he was dealing in a high-quality product and had business strategy meetings. This guy was a fucking CEO Man. of meth. Jesus Christ. He also received a uh, 9.0 on rating on Delp, the uh, drug dealer's version of Yelp. <laughs> Delp? Nice. Gotta get your Delp scores up. Can't be late, can't be giving shit napkins. It's not what it's about these yeah. days. People are Never buy more. from a four or less, people. You know, you got those hipsters out there dealing, and they'll do it with like a little bow on it, and it's handcrafted artisan. It's like weed in a box that costs like 100 bucks for a G. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're paying for the preparation and the presentation, people. Going for that uh, that extra mile to, to go for the exclusivity of the product. <laughs> he is 20 years old and he was sentenced to three years in jail with immediate parole and encouraged to start using his talents for good instead of evil. I don't know if it's uh, a matter of good or evil. It's just a matter of legal or illegal. Yeah, exactly. And it's a fine line. <laughs> Get above the board, man. You seem to have a yeah. uh, good fucking vision going here. Just yeah, put it man. to the right thing. Apply it to anything. Get in sales. <laughs> or, or, you know, uh, maybe you got other hobbies that you could indulge in. 
People got weird hobbies, I don't know. Keeping up with illegal shit in Waynesboro, Virginia, police are baffled. They're trying to figure out who the fuck is running around and sh they're abducting cats and shaving them. Oh man. Somebody is harassing these cats. All we know is they're shaving them. Uh, the cats won't speak of the incidents. They're keeping quite quiet, which leads me to think of deeper and darker things are going on here. They're traumatized. Apparently the owners and the cats are traumatized. There have been posters put up on all the telephone poles asking for anybody with information to contact the police. Now what's going on is these animals disappear for a couple days and then they come back and their stomach has been shaved surgically. So it's like with a razor down to the skin. But the cats haven't been cut or, or physically harmed in any way it seems. Okay, so it's like, I was thinking, because I'm looking at the picture right now of the poster, it's like, shaving cats, two exclamation points, two question marks. <laughs> and it's like, it, it says their lower abdomens and groin areas, which made me almost think that someone was like taking cats and neutering them. Yeah, yeah, and that's what concerned that some people had on their own, but they realized that a lot of the cats were fixed already, and nobody had, the ones that weren't fixed hadn't been cut open or anything. Yeah, that's good to hear that they weren't operated on by whoever this maniac is. Somebody's got a weird-ass fetish. And apparently, um, seven different cats have- at least seven cats in the neighborhood of Waynesboro have been abducted. And the confusing thing is that it says cats by at least two separate residents. So is it just targeting crazy cat ladies cats? Because are these seven cats between two homes? Oh, there's only two. Well, did they get any like street cats also? It's like, oh, there's no. A every going. cat was groomed and owned. Like it was like a, a nice house cat. That was the thing. It wasn't like random strays. It was people see, like that had see, pets with it, collars and shit. It'd be pretty, like if he wasn't doing the groin and lower abdomen areas. <laughs> if he was giving them like cool mohawks, like you know, taking street cats and giving them awesome haircuts. Give them, like see, a that, bob. That's cool. A cat with That's a little cool. bob cut. <laughs> oh, can, man. Th throw a mohawk on uh, um, old Tabby there running around. If it's with just a, little a fluff tail. Cat, I mean, I'm not advocating anyone to do this, but I'm you just Don't saying. snatch up cats and shave them with badass haircuts. We're not saying that, people. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. If he, I wish that this guy was doing that instead of what he is doing. But if we yeah, could just Don't not abduct shave, anything. If we could just not <laughs> shave cats. <laughs> yeah, can we just not do this? We're I'm speaking sure. to you, Waynesboro Cat Shaver Massacre. Just stop cut it, it out. Cut your Leave shit him out. alone. Just stop. Done with your shit. Maybe he's just drunk and picking him up and doesn't realize like, <laughs> what he's doing. Drunk shaving? Yeah. Just like blacks huh? out. It's he's possible. like, oh, I did it again. He's just got cat fuck, hair. Fuck, where does all this cat hair come from? <laughs> oh, like, I don't even own cats. Oh, fuck. My shaver's out. Oh. A lot of things can happen when you're intoxicated. You gotta keep keep tabs on yourself. Get a babysitter. Have a good friend. Yeah. Come over. Yeah. The uh, next story also deals with a drunkard who was arrested for knocking over Silicon Valley's crime-fighting robot. Which, asterisk, <sighs> crime-fighting robot? We'll get back to that in a second. He's not a fucking Batman. Nightscope K5 is a 300-pound, 5-foot-tall cylinder that's shaped like an egg with a camera on it. <laughs> he ain't got no arms. No, he doesn't have shit. The uh, robot has already gotten in trouble for running over a toddler's foot, so he's got a bad track record. But Fucking he was—he's—he's he's usually put on patrol 
to see like who's in the parking lot, like monitor stuff, you know. It probably takes down Report plates. issues to the police, yeah. That kind of thing. To he's the a actual narc. police. Yeah, he's a narc. The, uh, <laughs> he's a wheeling narc. So this drunk narc guy, this drunk guy got pissed, and 41-year-old Jason, I'm going to leave his last name, this hero's last name out, approached K5 while he was patrolling the parking lot. He toppled it over, inflicting numerous scratches on the bot. K5 is, is now back on patrol. After a brief stay in the Westworld Repair Center, <laughs> uh, the man was arrested for prowling and public intoxication. Ah, let the man go. It's just a robot. You can't get a, you can't get a- arrested for assault for attacking a robot because they aren't people. They don't have rights. Yeah, how are you gonna? Yeah, assault's a big deal. So I had to get him for public intoxication instead. Some bullshit. I don't know. They're taking jobs as robots, but they're also like it's it's not really doing anything because he got toppled over. He was overpowered by one drunk man. <laughs> then he then he had to report it to an actual police officer and uh, who had to come arrest the guy. So what's the point of this K five motherfucker? Not anything good. Just another thing to watch us, man. Well, yeah, I'm trying to find a price on this. He oh, costs. he looks expensive. He looks very expensive. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not seeing a price. I'm sure he costs quite a bit. Little fucking garbage can motherfucker. I'm telling you, he's not worth it. Not worth it at all. He's running over kids. He's getting in fights with drunks. <laughs> if he was an officer, he'd be off the force. Oh man, he would have been gone the minute he ran over a kid's toe. Night scope. I'm gonna need your badge and your hard drive. Put, oh. put it on my desk. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Go back to the <laughs> Froyo shop you came from. Ah, oh, back to Detroit to make cars for you, robot. <laughs> well, this story leads us to our video of the week, uh, which involves another robot and why robots are just dumb as shit. Dumb as shit. There's nothing to fear people when it comes to AI. Yeah, I'm not afraid of AI for these reasons. It's got a ways to go. Yeah, we got a robot trying to simply turn on a water access, like um, one of those circular valves that you have to crank. And um, he gets nothing but air and just does the nae to the ground. <laughs> he does like a little grab, it. completely misses. And then <laughs> as he tries to turn the what would be a valve, he just loses his balance completely, topples right over. Yeah, smashed to the ground. And he looks like a dumbass anyway. <laughs> what kind of paint scheme did they just... Like, come on. He looks like That's a bad a... guy from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He really does. He's just slower and dumber. Straight purple-green retro. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be sure... Blue, baby. <laughs> we'll be sure to post that up so that everyone doesn't... No one has to fear AI. Yeah, this is why there's years to worry about that shit, people. Until then, they'll just keep doing our bidding, and we'll keep playing video games with uh, these fucking robots. Now, there's a lot going on in the video game world right now. Um, first off, we're going to start out with uh, Xbox One is now using Beam as an app to um, view other players with what they're up to. Now, Jesse already has his hooked up. I'm going to be hooking mine up in a matter of time, which you can get at us at beam.pro, Matty G from HP. 
and mine is beam.pro slash landers the plane which is just basically beam.pro slash gamer whatever the person's gamer tag is is what brings up their beam channel you yes. download the app as well i downloaded that you can watch people stream right on your phone which is pretty cool yeah man it's pretty neat to see what's going on you know check out our stream if we're doing anything crazy yeah i i've been going on and streaming my games when i play our games with gold which we will talk about later in this segment so if you guys ever hear us talk about one of the free games and you go subscribe to our beam channel i think you can subscribe or follow you'll be able to see whenever we are playing one of those games and maybe you can just watch us play it and be like ah, i don't like it or i do like it get a chance to check it out and you can chat with us while we're playing which is pretty cool I think Shout it's a, it I think it's a lot more like intuitive uh, of a app for Xbox than Twitch was. Twitch was really clunky and I didn't like it. Beam really fits into the new like format that Xbox has updated to. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be a lot more like uh, intertwined with the system than Twitch just being an app that ran horribly in the background. Yeah, and it was always a pain to actually bring up the menu for Twitch while you were streaming and playing. And this one is just on your sidebar, uh, which is a new function of the Xbox updates that recently came out. Yeah, I'm, I'm still adjusting to it. It's a lot different than the last like menu system. Um, but it seems to be pretty smooth. Yeah, there's a new home screen. That's one of the bigger things faster and more intuitive like guides which i've definitely appreciated as i've gotten used to it there's more relevant information on the home screens yes yeah yeah it's not just scattered info you can multitask do the whole beam thing there's there's a lot of new stuff that they've added now one of the things we've been up to on xbox is that gta has released a new dlc um, and there's a bunch of events going on. The events are pretty cool because it's like 25% off Clubhouse's um, Clubhouse customizations and the business properties. Which, Got uh, myself and... a business. <laughs> yeah, man. I bought a, a weed farm and uh, Jesse bought a document forgery warehouse or, like, or office, you would say. Yeah. Um, and basically, you set them up and then they earn you revenue on the constant. That way you have something that's actually bringing money in. Which I thought was pretty new, pretty cool. And 25% off, it actually makes it a little more affordable with the way that this whole system works that uh, Rockstar has created for pay-to-play. And they recently had a tax refund thing that we benefited from. I guess if you logged on in April from a certain time to a certain time, then in May they give you a bunch of money uh, based on how much you had in your account. Yeah, yeah. Like I ended up receiving like a million dollars, and you got like what six hundred or four hundred thousand. I think it was like I was like right in the middle. I think it was like half a mil or a little bit more. Yeah, so that was actually a nice bonus with uh, how much everything is in this fucking game. Now the main highlight of the uh, new DLC, it's entitled Tiny Racers, which I've actually been digging a lot of. Um, it's got the retro overhead view from the traditional GTA One and GTA Two. And uh, yep. there's power-ups like Mario Kart. So it's it's a very interesting um, gameplay that you, you never know how it'll turn out. You could be winning and then get smoked with rockets. Or Jesse likes to use this one power-up that reverses the controls and it gets me every fucking time. <laughs> like, it turns gas into, like, forward, or uh, forward into reverse, rather, and left into right. So you get fucked up real quick. It's ridiculous. It's a lot of fun, though. 
I, I, I don't know. I still feel like I like the stunts racing that they had in one of the previous updates a little bit better, but the Tiny Racers is pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm digging it. And the stunt, I mean, that's the thing about this game is it's constantly adding new features and it's always evolving into something that's, you know, you know, you might not even like the main story of GTA, but you might like all these different modes to, like, race or... Yeah, online, you know, online match, GTA has gone like so crazy, and they have like just everything and anything you can think of. Yeah, yeah, it's a game of many different types of gameplay. That's for sure. If you want a game that's a little bit more calming, and you're not into like you know getting shot at by AK-47s while you're ripping by on a motorcycle, a <laughs> a game that I have recently found. It came out last year, but it's been getting star raving reviews. And I had to check it out for the price that it is. It's called Stardew Valley. It's an RPG that's like farm simulation along with cave adventuring. It's kind of like Minecraft mixed with Animal Crossing. Very calm sort of game. You're not going to be like fighting too much stuff. In, in Stardew Valley, you do fight some things. They'll give you when you go into a cave, you can like go mine for metal or fight slime monsters make your way down into the cave further and further uh, which allows you to access things which you can sell there's a calendar every day is about 10 minutes and each week or so there's like an event that'll happen in the little town each of the little people have their own personalities and their own things going on it's a really interesting game uh super calming it's one of those ones you can kind of get lost in yeah it's like a mix of terraria and minecraft yeah absolutely that's probably a good way to good way to put it they have gotten really good reviews yeah it's a game that i definitely want to pick up um i'll probably be picking it up just so i could jump on do the multiplayer with you um, those games are setting i don't believe there is multiplayer I can no, i'm not buying it that. i'm a multiplayer only guy no this is a completely single player game it's a very calm one yeah uh, ign gave it an 8.8 .8. okay damn that's a pretty good score i i, I say it's really good it's because every so often you know there's going to be a time where like no one's on and no one's playing it like any games so you know it's it's one of those good ones for that that sort of thing or if you just want to like chill and sort of make your little farm there's different seasons there's uh i'm i'm currently working on rebuilding the community center which like you have to turn in different items and like it rebuilds different parts of the community center i think there's some big reward after you do the entire thing but it's a really, really fun game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. And it's only 30 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad at all. You might be able to get it on, like, sale if Xbox decides to put it on sale sometime soon. Maybe hold out for it uh, to be, like, 20 bucks, And then it's, like, definitely worth it. Because there's, uh, there's also four different levels to play. So I've only played one of them, and I've already sunk a ton of time into it. Yeah, oh yeah, that's how those games go. Like you said, you get lost in them, and all the diff there's always one more thing to do. For sure. And one more thing, oh, now I gotta do this. Oh, now I gotta do that. You know, yep. like, it's crazy. If you want something that's a little bit more uh, action-packed, it seems like there's rumors of something new coming out, right, Matt? Yeah, what we have here is that uh, Call of Duty is releasing a new uh, game coming out on November 3rd, and it, they're returning to the World War II setting. Which is uh, always one of my favorite games, you know, like I love the older game play. Um, Battlefield 1 is amazing. Um, great game. Um, World at War was a great game that they produced back in 2008 that me and you both like were on all the time with our group of buddies. 
um, the first zombies ever, which they will be returning to their ways. There's already been hint at the zombies uh, cooperative mode being added. Um, apparently, it's going to be similar to like Band of Brothers and uh, Private Ryan style storyline. Okay. Um, and they're adding the feature of not regenerative health, but like you rely on other players as medics, similar to Battlefield style. So that's kind of cool. They're going to change up the gameplay a little bit there. It's not going to be drones that just take out half the enemy team. Yeah, yeah. The modern and futuristic warfare games were getting pretty crazy with the exoskeletons and all the devices that you had that were just a pain in the dick. It's definitely a game I'll be picking up. I love that setting. I can't help it. Like, I, I always not a enjoyed lot of the Call of Duty that. games that were in like the that time yeah. period. Call of Duty 2. The originals were like older settings, and that they were great. Um, you know, like Modern Warfare was pretty cool too, but I just, I'm a sucker for the original OG games, running around with a grind or something. I think Battlefield did a really good job with the, covering that time period and stuff. Yeah, Battlefield's a hell of a game as a military, like, simulator type deal. It's pretty fucking cool. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be hard to step up to that, but we'll see what they do. I'd like, I'm really, I'm really interested to see what they do because it's, uh, they're, they're stepping on Battlefield's territory now and they gotta bring their A game. Well, they were there before Battlefield, but Battlefield really fucking did a number with that yeah. game. Yeah, I'd say they took the throne from them probably around Battlefield 3 or 2 even, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Call, Call of Duty's, like, yet to impress me. Like, I, I haven't liked the futuristic stuff. At all. At all, dude. Like, yeah. I, I bought Black Ops 3 and it's like, ah, it's just not the same. People yep. are fucking running up walls and shit. <laughs> yeah, it just got, it, they, they went really, really gimmicky. It's, it'll be nice um, to see them return back to some more, uh, more to their roots. Yes. Yeah, true. Gameplay of just deathmatch with normal fucking humans. <laughs> Moving along, we have our games with gold that Xbox always gives away. We like to review them, let you guys know what's coming up. Uh, I feel like we're getting a little behind with games with gold, so we're letting you guys know about a bunch of stuff that's going on with it, and hopefully you can grab these while they're still out. One of them uh, that we just want to really quickly touch on, Assassin's Creed Revelations. It's no longer available. It's It was available until April 30th. Uh, Matt, you, you've been familiar with the Assassin's Creed titles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've played uh, pretty much every single Assassin's Creed on the main core line. Um, I love the series. Revelations, like, on the scale of, like, Assassin's now, Creed towards the I bottom, have a bias to towards it. Now, you'll you'll find that it'll get a great review from online. Because, you know, the, the game engine of Assassin's Creed is very smooth in general. I wasn't that into the storyline because you played an older assassin. You take on the reins of Ezio Auditar. And you, um, you kind of follow the footsteps of his, like, ancestor and mentor, Altair, the original assassin that you play. Um, the gameplay is really good and smooth, as always, but it's just repetitive to me, um, as compared to the other seasons. And, uh, I just, I have a love for, like, Black Flag, so I, like, yep. it's, it's a completely different aspect of the game, just out at sea and stuff, instead of hopping building rooftop to rooftop. I was gonna say, what, what's the one Assassin's Creed where you're in Italy? Is that like um, the first all of them. one? All of them, basically. I think it's one, two, and this one will definitely have parts of um, Italy. Okay. And then you go to like the Ottoman Empire areas and fucking huh. fight an army of Templars. 
I mean, if you're super into Assassin's Creed, it's definitely you gotta kind of do it just because it's part of the for the free. Canon. Get it? Like, yeah, as a game that's free, without a doubt, pick it up. Hopefully, you grabbed it before it expired at the end of last month. We're we're gonna try and keep ahead so that that doesn't happen again. You know, we got we got a lot of content coming at you guys, so sometimes the video games. That are, are that you know everyone should have Assassin's Creed Revelations at this point if they're an Assassin's Creed fan. Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite old. One um, that one that you can still get though, uh, it's still available is The Walking Dead season two. Hopefully you can you've already bought or gotten for free at some point Walking Dead season uh, season one because it's definitely recommended that you play season one before jumping into season two. It connects you to the characters more i really enjoyed season one uh you've played a little bit of the walk season one season yeah i have one, season right? one um telltale has an interesting um gameplay value because of the interaction that you choose a storyline you know it's all choice based it's not you really controlling the character but you know controlling the character's path yep um the, they've been so successful with everything that they put out. A lot of people love this. It's like uh, a game you could play with another person, just hanging out. Like, oh, what should, what should we do? You know, because right. it presents options. For it reminds whatever. me of uh, choose your own adventure. Yeah, yeah, and it's cool. It always brings me back to the text-based games that you would play. Yeah, and you'd be like all into and like um, it's like a graphical version of that. And that's where gaming started. Was like you know text-based gaming. Now the first uh, season of that one was based on a guy named Lee who was taking care of a girl named Clementine who was like a little kid. In yeah. season two, you play as Clementine. Okay, that's interesting. And, and she's grown up a little bit. So it's it's a different dynamic from the first season. And you encounter characters from the main storyline throughout it, right? Yeah, every so often you'll run into someone. Like, I, th- I believe Glenn makes an appearance in season one. Yep, yeah. I feel like Michonne might too at one point. I'm not sure. Possibly. I uh, I played a decent amount of season two. I didn't get a chance to finish it all. That one is still available until the 15th. So by the time this episode comes out, you'll have a couple of days left to to go and download that before it expires. Which I suggest you do. It's a heart wrenching game. I forgot about that. It did like a little yeah. recap before the beginning of season two, and I was like, motherfucker, this is a sad ass game. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. As the Walking Dead storyline usually is. Right. And playing as, like, someone who's, uh, like, preteen or teenager, it's sort of makes you... It forces you to think about what it does to grow up as a kid in a world like that, which is pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, definitely. Um, the games that are coming up, um, we have Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2, which I'm excited about. I love the uh, Force games. Um, you play Star Killer, well, clone of Star Killer rather, and uh, you go around fucking shit up with the Force and customizable lightsabers. That one, that one is only available until the fifteenth as well. Yeah, so grab that up while you can. It's only going to be up for fourteen days, really. Um, and then the other one, I have no experience with at all. Do you know about? this game i've already downloaded it and i gave it a whirl and it's kind of it, it's called gianna sisters twisted dreams uh i'm not sure if it's it i wrote down director's cut i don't know if that's the one they're giving away i believe it is but it's like uh a, a weird rayman style or sonic style game where you like switch back and forth between different characters it's like zelda 
Ocarina of Time mixed with Sonic. Huh. That's very weird. Yes, it's very odd. It seems to me it seemed like a kid game, but it is kind of puzzle based. So I I don't know. Maybe I'll give it another whirl, but I'm not excited about that one. You you have the whole month to download that shitty one, and then you have only have 15 days to get Star Wars: The Force Unleashed too. So make sure you get on that. Don't worry about the other one so much. I'll still try and cover it to the best of my ability. No Take matter how for torturous. I I I'm on the hard jobs. You know, trying to play these shitty games. <laughs> ah, just forcing myself to get through that storyline. Tolerate it for you, the audience. I think that wraps up the show, people. Um, as always, we're going to do our plugs. If you Sit wanna tight. T- Sit tight. It'll be real quick and painless, I promise. Oh, that's scary. Ooh, that's <laughs> that sounded dirty. Whoa. All right. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram for... It's slightly dirty, our feed, but you'll get a kick out of it. American Slacker Podcast. And always, you can check us out at AmericanSlackerPodcast.com. And hey, if you want to send us an email, AmericanSlackerPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. That's Amer Slacker Podcast. A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. Rate review us on iTunes. It really helps five or nothing. That's our rule. Give us that five stars. We really appreciate it. It definitely helps the show out. If you like what we do, we want to hear what you have to say about it. Tell a friend also. That definitely helps if they're not big into podcasts. Try and get them into it. Or send them over to our YouTube where they can pop any of our episodes on for free. And if your playlist is getting stale, check out our playlist on Spotify. All you have to do is search American Slacker Podcast and you'll find the most amazing tunes that we've featured on this show. And for all this amazing content that we're trying to curate for you guys and provide, you can become a Patreon sponsor to help us out. Head over to patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast or just search in Google Patreon American Slacker Podcast. You can donate to us on different tiers, which allows you different gifts from us along with an invitation to play xbox with us on the fourth saturday of every month brand new something we're offering for you guys yeah basically whatever game you have that we have we'll play it if you want to get at us on our instagrams or our snaps my instagram is mwg media and my snap is maddie g from hp and my gamer tag is maddie g from hp mine is landers the plane for pretty much everything instagram snapchat my gamer tag is also Landers the Plane, along with my beam. So get at us, play with us. We'll have fun. It'll be a good old time. Oh, yeah. And until next time, people, we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's it. There you go. There you go.